Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day listeners. You found the red button. <laughs> you found your microphone. I did. We're a little unprepared here this morning for Friday's episode of the podcast. Well, we've been trying to sort out, not trying, we've been sorting out daylight savings, the the impending doom of daylight savings when you are in <clears throat> backwards Queensland and I'm in the uh, progressive south. <laughs> I am so disappointed by how unloyal you are. Oh, I've dropped Queensland like a, a Rona test. You really have. You've just like, I'm I never shut up because we haven't told everyone it's a sweary Friday episode yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a flippy Friday episode. Sorry, I'm just gawking out the window. At People driving around and wondering who's uh, who's doing what out here. Um, oh, four walls and a stylist. Looks like a tradie just turned up next door. That's a bit exciting. I wonder what they're getting done. <laughs> what are the Joneses doing today? I'm, yeah, I know. I can't keep up with those Joneses, let me tell no. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, the whole daylight savings thing, Coxie, it's been fucking with our heads this morning, hasn't it? It's been a struggle, I don't mind saying, trying to find a way to make it work for everybody because it's not just about you and I, it's also about trying to get it right for our clients. What? Yeah. What do you mean it's not just about you and I? <laughs> Shit. Were all those decisions made based just around us? Yeah, it was just you and me arm wrestling about who's going to score the time zone <laughs> and who's going to tell all the clients that it's changing. Well, you get a sleep in and I get to finish early, so I don't think either of us are unhappy really. Yeah, and then I've got to work till late. That sucks. Well, you can't have everything, Warwick. No. So on that, Coxie, can you have everything? I don't think so. No? No. Oh. I don't said? believe in balance. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a crock of shit. Yes. And uh, I wonder how we reconcile some of these differences because... It would seem that Queensland's never going to actually change. No, and I guarantee just about every uh, Queensland-based listener that we have who happens to be in a trade business would not want it to change. Oh, why is that? It's hot. It's extra hot. It's long and hot. You get home and it's still hot. <laughs> it's just hot. What hot. about... See, my curtains will fade. <laughs> the cows won't know when to be milk. There'll be no milk. Oh, can we start a debate about daylight savings on our page? I reckon that one would go off. It probably will, and yes, we can. Why not? <laughs> we'll do anything for a bit of feedback. But I, I think it's an issue of consistency. Like the, you've got the rest of Australia essentially running to daylight savings time, whether you agree with daylight savings time or not. Mm. I think it's actually... For me, it's that issue of consistency. Like, it's tough for businesses mm. in southern Queensland that are doing business across the border and you know, mm. businesses like ours where we have clients right around the country and 
yeah, you have different time zones between, you know, South Australia and New South Wales, but that's always been the case. Uh, Yeah. It's this seasonal change that gets pretty tricky, and I, I suspect it makes it pretty hard for a lot of businesses in Queensland. I totally agree. Um, I also think in terms of our business, we're dealing with people in New Zealand as well. We have quite a few clients from New Zealand who uh, are having to join us at pretty odd times just so that they can be part of what we do. It's, it, it's really challenging. As I said to you earlier today, why can't every single month start on a Monday and run four <laughs> weeks long and we all just have the same time? It'd be lovely. It's, it's funny, you know, because when you said that earlier, um, I just thought you were being a bit whingy, but uh, it definitely was. <laughs> but we wish for things sometimes in our businesses that are just fanciful. It's like that's just not how the world works, and it's easy for me, particularly as a boy, to sit here and go, "Now, Nicole, that's just not how how the world works. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to accept it." Uh, but I, I guess. How much energy do we actually waste wishing for things to be different, wishing for daylight savings to come in in Queensland, Uh, you know, wishing that Mondays were different or that our staff worked better? It's like there's there's a – and we did an episode recently about whinging, um, and I'm not really having a chop at that, but I think it's more about how long we take to accept things and actually go from – I wish it was different to, okay, well, this is how it is. How can I actually change that? Are you a wisher? No. No, neither am I. So this might be a redundant conversation for the <laughs> No, I'm having this conversation on behalf of the wishers out I there was in a the wisher audience. when I was younger. I wish oh. I looked like that. I wish I could lose 20 kilos. I wish that I had a million dollars in the bank. When I was much, much younger, I wish that I could tell you what the catalyst was for that to change, but I cannot. I do I not get, recall. I think it's getting old, Coxie. Well, it must be just understanding that this, the world is constant change and upheaval and the sooner we learn to embrace change, the sooner life gets less messy. Yeah, and um, less not, not so much less stressful. I think it's an energy thing. The more energy I put into wishing things were different, the less I'm actually putting into doing other things in my life, mm. you know, getting on with it, moving on, as as people talk about. I hate that statement. You just got to move on, Nicole. I find that to be a really redundant statement. <laughs> the person that's being given the statement feel any better. <laughs> okay, you just need to let go then. I can let go. I can deal with the let go statement. Okay. Is that not the same as moving on though? Probably very similar, but for me that makes sense. (laughs) Let go of the anger you're feeling. Let go of the frustration you're feeling. Let's find a way to... (laughs) (laughs) Roll forward. (laughs) Not move, not get on with it. Yeah, yeah. Moving forward. uh, Anyway, this is a bit of a rambly episode, listeners. Um, are you a wisher, listeners, or listener? Do you wish things were different or better? Or do you just move on like Coxie and get on with it and accept it? It's tricky because uh, it's hard to accept things without feeling like that's then going to always be that way, mm. I think. Do you want to try that statement a little clearer? You want me to say it in English? 
guess, please. <laughs> <laughs> so if I accept that this is the way it is, yes. do I then accidentally make it that way forever and lose all hope of any change? No. No, I don't think so. I think that you can have acceptance and look towards making change. Mm. Things aren't – probably the hardest thing for me to ever learn was that nothing is black and white. Everything is great. Bullshit. There's areas for change. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it is black or white. What are you talking about? There is a big opportunity for change to be made, but change – maybe this goes back a little bit to the triangle of possibility in that there's right or wrong or that way or this way. However, there's always a a, a different way in which something mm. could work. Yes. It might just take some understanding. It might take some learnings. It might take some education or some explanation for you to get to that other way. But mm. I don't think accepting something means it's always going to be that way. Otherwise, I could accept that I'm always going to be overweight and never bother to do anything to make a change. And therefore you will. Yes. Always be overweight. Yes. I'm not saying you personally. No, I knew what you that <laughs> But yeah. that's the point of, that's, that's a quick uh, summary of what you're actually saying, isn't it? If I accept it now, does it mean it always needs to be that way? I, if I accept that I don't have money in the bank now, does that mean I never will? Or will can through that acceptance and understanding that that's the way it is now, can that facilitate change in the future? Yes, I believe it can. Mm. I have found that uh, acceptance is about, as you rightly said, it's right now. Right now, yes. I accept that this is how things are, but they don't have to always be that way. And if they are always going to be that way because, <clears throat> I don't know, something irreversible has happened or it's something beyond our control, like, I don't know, COVID, for example, mm. Mm. accepting that, and moving on is quite, uh, well, I want to say freeing, but I've seen a lot of people waste a lot of time, energy and effort wishing it was different, wishing the borders would open, just like agonizing over when's it going to change. And it's like, well, it'll change when it changes and there's some things we can do as individuals, members of society, to hopefully have an impact on that. There's lots of people sharing information and data and having some good, uh, healthy debate. There's also some wankers saying some dumb shit online. Uh, <laughs> not mentioning any names, so I don't get slapped with a defamation suit or something, but I saw a particular media person recently uh, saying some stuff. I was like, really? Wow. Um, anywho, so accepting it doesn't actually condone it. I think that's probably the principle is acceptance doesn't equal condoning behaviors or, you know, supporting what's going on. I don't have to like it just because I accept it, mm. but then it allows me to shift into, oh, you could say shifting gear, Coxie, instead of moving on. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I could shift into, okay, well, what can I do to change it? How can I, do I have any influence or impact or control over this scenario, whatever it might be in your business or your life? Um, let's go and do that. 
And if I don't feel like I can actually influence the government and their policy decisions at the moment, then what the hell is the point of actually wishing it was different? Because it isn't. It ain't. It just is. So what else can I actually invest my energy into? Uh, I don't know. I'm sitting here listening to you and racking my brain and trying to understand where and how um, my resolve to acceptance came so quickly. Um, Because I have a lot of friends who are not in this space yet. And I don't have an answer for you. I really don't. I'm trying to remember. And if I do remember, I'll drop it into the group. But maybe it was just the way I was brought up in which regardless of how horrendous the situation might be, there is always a silver lining or there is always another point of growth or there's an opportunity to learn. There's something always in every opportunity. And you know very well that I speak from a great place of authority there. (laughs) having had a lot of shit over a lot of years, but there is always, you know, there is always an opportunity to learn, to grow, uh, to seek clarification, to find a way forward, regardless of how uncomfortable the situation might be to seek um, knowledge through that situation. I've, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now if it wasn't for all the shit that I've been through in the last five years, I wouldn't be the same person wouldn't have had the same opportunities land at my feet. Uh, same can be said right now in horrible COVID times, particularly for our Southern listeners who are still facing an unknown, um, I don't want to say future because it, that feels like forever, but they're, they're still facing an unknown period of time as to when real change will come for them. So what can they do right now? And that's where the focus for me needs to be. Mm. What can we do right now? Okay, I can't change that decision that's been made for me. What do I have some sort of control about? Is it as simply as changing the way I think or can I actively work towards finding a way to, I want to say pivot because there's no other word, but everybody's sick of the word pivot, but pivot in my business. Is there a way in which I can prepare for when we are allowed to get back to business as usual, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I don't, it, it's a totally conscious choice I make every time I find myself in those situations. I wish I could tell you how to do it. Other than the fact you just need to make the choice. You just got to do it, Nicole. You just got to do it, Warwick. How do you do it? <laughs> uh, I think I fought against things for so long in my life that I got so tired and worn out from fighting against things. And I was, I've always been one of those people who, um, I, I guess mentally I struggle against the injustices. I have a very, a very, um, sensitive injustice nerve and probably only up until recently, really, like in the last five years or so, I would get so bent out of shape about injustices in the world. And, you know, I'm, I'm quite an empathetic dude, so I would feel the the um, effects of things that were perpetrated on others or on society or stuff that the government would do that just didn't make any sense. And I just, I wasted so much bloody time and energy. Um getting angry about it or discussing it or talking about solutions to it and none of it changed anything. All mm. it did was actually burn up a whole lot of my energy and emotional resilience in the process. It didn't change any of the government decisions. It didn't change any of the outcomes of any of the things that happened. And I suppose perhaps a bit like you, I can't really put my finger on a particular event, although 
you know, I, I have gone through a fairly wild period of flux in the last five or six years in my life. And I think that's brought a lot of it to a head of just going, well, shit, that's, uh, that's a pretty crap situation that I find myself in. Um, I can't undo it. So what can I do? And I guess I'll just get on with it. Uh, and, you know, now I'm one of those old guys. It's like, well, you just need to get on with it, mate. It kind of is the only choice. Well, well no, that's not true. You can choose to stay stuck in it, but for what? For what? How does that help? Well, that's the thing. I think it's having that self-reflection and, and self-awareness, perhaps, mm. to be able to step back a little and go, okay, what am I actually going to achieve here? Mm. And I have this conversation with my wife about my ex-wife. That's not at all confusing. Um and everybody's nodding their heads and totally understanding where you're coming from there. Yeah. About, because my, my wonderful wife is very supportive and protective of me and is she gets a bit cranky about some of the perceived injustices that take place when people split and divorce and there's kids involved and all those things that happen, all that fun stuff. Rightly so, I would say. <laughs> and you probably echo a lot of uh, wifey's comments as well and sentiments. Mm-hmm. Um, and my response to her a lot of the time is, okay, so, yep, I could go and fight or I could push back. And for what? Like, what? what's it actually going to achieve? What's the, what's the end game, as people are talking about with COVID, you know? Um, let's have a look at the end game here. What is this actually going to achieve? And then what? So largely, I just don't bother because it's not worth the energy to fight. It becomes a a battle of egos and it's about point scoring then Mm. instead of actually going, okay, well, I hate losing. I'm a very competitive guy. Um, I like to be right. I'm I'm a bit of a know-it-all sometimes. There you I go. I really want to chime in here with some smart-ass comments. <laughs> well, why Literally are you holding back this time? time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? It just isn't fucking worth it. I just I just want to live my life and get on with it and be happy and find the moments of joy. So you know what? Whatever. You know, I won't go and fight for an extra night, or I won't question the money that is being requested of me because what's like, where's the value in that? And I think the line has to be drawn somewhere with our exchanges. I did some training with a couple of employees for one of our clients yesterday, um, and they had the opportunity to download and talk about management and how, you know, affected they are by things and how um, they feel like they're being uh, undervalued, I guess, in their roles. And... You know, I let them express all of that and then basically had to come back to the fact that, well, that's all well and good, fellas, um, and unless you're going to leave and get another job, you've got what you've got. So how can you actually make the most of it? What can you do to actually change that? Maybe you need to start changing your language. Maybe you've got to communicate with your line manager differently because they're not going to change. No, I think you raised the point where you kind of skirted around it earlier when I was doing my arms in the air, getting really excited. End game. Yeah. It's about deciding what, what is the outcome? What outcome do you want here? You, you can't change the COVID stuff, but what outcome do you want? You want, presumably you want to come out of it with a business that you can 
continue to run. What can you do to make that happen during this time? So it's for me, that's the question. When anyone in this house, and there's a lot of people in my house, when they get stuck and invariably they do, as do I from time to time, I'm far from perfect. Just ask what? Me. Get lost. They will tell you. That. Oh, they'll tell you. Um, but and that's the point, right? The point that the conversation always comes back around to. Okay, well, what's the desired outcome? When you're in these points of of friction or upset, what is the desired outcome? Okay, you can't change the world. You can't move other people to change unless they want to change. You're not going to get there. So, if the desired outcome is to eventually have an extra night with your child or to have a relationship with a child or whatever it might be. If that's the desired outcome, what do we need to do now to get you a little bit closer to that? Just maybe it's similar to goals, taking baby steps or we're, we're coming to a point of acceptance. So right. This is to speak to my own situation. This is the situation with a child. This is what it looks like right now as a teenager. I can't change that because that's the space they want to be in right now. That's fine. So what can I do proactively to ensure that when that teenager is ready to come back into a more positive space, we're here and ready for that. We do that by ensuring that we continue to reach out, we continue to make contact, we continue to be positive, we continue to be safe. They're the decisions I can make now, even though I've accepted the fact that that's, that relationship isn't working right now, that these are normal things. It's the same in your business. With COVID, we can't change the fact that right now we can't get out to work. What we can do is put steps in place for when we can. We can be actively communicating with our client base or our customers. We can be building procedures or standard operating procedures as one of our members is doing. We can getting it, have our advertising loaded and ready to go. We can be in constant contact with those people around us to ensure that we have everything at our fingertips when the time comes so that we can continue to run that business once we come out. These are the things we can do now. What's the desired outcome? That would be my question every time we get into a point of uncomfortableness, conflict, or into a space where we're just, there, there seems to be no solution. Like stuck. There probably yeah. isn't. Yeah. About when we're people stuck. who feel stuck. Yeah. What's the desired outcome? Mm. Yeah. I, I sometimes get myself in a bit of trouble, but I ask people, what do you want? Well, what do you actually want? Good question. And I think that's quite confronting for a lot of people. What do most, you want? I agree. Most people haven't thought about exactly what they want because they're so stuck. Hmm. I want all of you listening to turn up to our 90-day planning event next I Friday. also want all of you listening to turn up <laughs> to our 90-day planning event next Friday. And not because I feel better about it, because it actually means more work for Coxie and me the more of you that turn up. It really does. And more technological uh, head flipping, because we've got yes. to figure out how to get you all into your breakout rooms. Um, but I want you to take advantage of us not in that way, of course, uh, and make the most of an opportunity to consciously create some actions for the coming three months, mm. in your business especially, rather than wish for things to be different, complain about how they are currently, or as do many people, sadly, as they just throw their hands in the air and go, well, you know, what more can I do? I can't do anything about it and and take a bit of that victim approach, to be honest. Um, I want you to come and actually mindfully and consciously plan your business out for the next three months. Mm. 
And the way to do that is to go to our Facebook page. Uh, the event is on there. Register. You have to give us your email address. Um, and we will send you the link. We'll send you a workbook. We'll send you a bunch of reminders. Um, and you can come and join a bunch of our Rockstar clients who are already doing this and getting results off the back of it. Uh, so, yeah, I want you to come and, and do that and actually choose your own end game. Figure out what you want your end game to be. This could be like a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love those books. I adore them. That's, yep, that's one of my ideas. I'm going to write a choose your own adventure book. I'm going to write a book at some point in my time. Choose your own business adventure book. I wish that my book would write itself. <laughs> I could write it for you. Thank you. That would be great. It might not sound the way you want it to. <laughs> it works for me. So there you go, listeners. Um, what's your end game? What do you like with acceptance? As always, we like to hear from you. Um, we get a few people that uh, comment. I get I get messages from people sometimes off these episodes where uh, we did one recently about middle names, and I got a message from a, a listener who also happens to be a client of ours, just saying. My middle name is this. I'm like, <laughs> I love that. Are you okay, dude? What's what's going on? <laughs> it's like, it's my name. I'm like, okay, congratulations. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? He's like, the podcast was. I'm like, podcast, podcast. Oh, that episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's surprising how quickly you and I forget what we talk about, isn't it? Yeah. So... <laughs> So, we want to know what your end game is. Comment on our Facebook page. Um, drop us a message, however you like. But please go find the event, register, turn up on Friday, the twenty fifth of September at one pm Brisbane time, because daylight savings haven't hasn't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and come and join in. Uh, it's not scary. A lot of people are in the same boat, unlike uh, the politicians with COVID. Because uh, we're not all in this together. And I'm going to sign off there. Come and join <laughs> us for what should have been AFL Grand Final Eve. Mm. We'll have fun planning out our business instead. I'm, I'm really selling it here, aren't I? Yeah. Feeling yeah. a bit shit that I'm not off to Grand Final Luncheon. But hey, I'm excited to be with our listeners. But you're going to accept it and move on, aren't you, Coxie? I, I have you're accepted shift it. shift gear. <laughs> it is why it is. It's why we actually have our planning event on the 25th now instead of today, the 18th. Hmm. Last Friday of the quarter. Make mm -hmm. it count. Oh, please do. I want to see you have a rocking Christmas. That's what I want. Mm. Thanks for listening. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.